0: it off. I got something to say. Last week, I took over this podcast, the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, and I elevated it to heights previously inconceivable. I have diplomats listening to this show. I have heads of state listening to this show. And what did the Facebook group do? Do you think they could do me the common courtesy of stepping up to the plate and taking me on? No. They reacted with shitty memes, shitty opinions, and it got me thinking, why is that? Why can't they go from the bottom level to the next level? And it's because they lack the X factor, the X factor being comedy. This is comedians of wrestling, and you sirs and madams are no comedians. Case in point, Terrible Too Low. Thought it was a good idea to make fun of my shirt last week. The shirt was the Women's Wrestling... Champion of the world, worn by the original comedian of wrestling, Andy Kaufman. I wouldn't expect you to know that too low, because you hang out in the camp of adjacent Arlen, ancillary Arlen. Not a comedian doesn't have what it takes. You disgust me. You're listening to the Comedians of Podcast, or the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, Newman World Order Edition. I am joined today by two hard ass badasses. To my left, from the rival faction, the nation of Marca Nation, Joey Clift.
1: Yo, yo, Joey Clift, I think wrestling is real.
0: That's right. And to his left, Phil the Elite, Del Costello. Yo, yo, everything in real life is a work. You're goddamn right it is. And I, of course, am your host, Nasty Newman, bringing it to you one more time. Look, we got some housekeeping to take care of. Remember to rate and subscribe. Cash-in phone number is 316-530-2429. 316-530-2429. How you guys doing?
1: Doing good. Doing real good. I, uh... I think Roman Reigns is the best wrestler of all time. The Punjabi Prison match was right up there with uh, Okada versus Omega, six which stars. was fake, by the way. Right.
2: All, yes, six-star yeah. match.
1: Yeah, six-star match.
2: Phil, how are you? Fine. Good. Uh, whole whole lot of weird content this time around. Yes. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I got a lot of hot takes lined up, so Good. I think maybe we should just... Let them sizzle a little bit, and then when I'm ready to strike, I'll do it.
0: Good. I'm ready for hot takes Mm. because, you know, Facebook group, cold takes. Ice cold takes on everything. Let's just jump right in. Battleground. Mm. Yeah. Uh, What did you guys think overall? Overall.
1: I mean, I think it was a real solid event. I can't believe they gave that jobber Nakamura win. That, like, that real, you know, the the king of strong style, more like the king of fake style. I mean, like, what? You know, he thinks he's Freddie Mercury. He thinks, he thinks he's Michael Jackson. That's not what I like out of a wrestler. You know what I like out of a wrestler? What's that? Black tights and tattoos. Like my boy Randy Orton.
0: you goddamn right.
1: Yeah. I thought it was. That's, 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 that's he's a snake. <laughs>
0: Phil?
2: That's <laughs> my uh, my pulse started to go up a little bit as you when you started with Roman Reigns. Yeah, <laughs> man,
1: my pulse keeps going whenever um, I'm thinking about the yeah. Lone Wolf, Baron Corbin, <laughs> best wrestler in WWE right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I I think overall, I, I my impression of Battleground was that they were in Philadelphia, and if you can put Philadelphia to sleep, it's a boring show. Yeah. Because notoriously, that crowd is very vocal. They're looking for it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, I think
1: that crowd was quiet because they were quietly (laughs) respecting the modern Maharaja, Mm -hmm. the Jinder Mahal. I think that, you know, like, uh, it's like when you – we're all comedians in here. If you listen to, like, a musical parody on stage or, like, you watch somebody sing a song, you're not necessarily laughing at every joke because you're admiring the splendor Mm -hmm. that is the performance. And I feel like that's the position that the um, audience was in in this event that, I mean, dare I say, was the best wrestling event of the year.
0: Okay, yeah, so you think, so do you, the, the, the Philadelphia crowd was sort of like a, like the crowd at like an opera? Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're, look, respectful.
1: look, yeah. if you're, um, you know, if you're watching the great Kali perform, you're not going to be, like, you're not going to be, like, wasting your time with chants. You're mm. just going to be looking on and, like, admiring, like, yeah. the, you know, the king of India himself.
0: Yeah, and... like, good luck, good luck chanting when your jaw is on the floor. Yeah, yeah.
1: Can't chant when your jaw's on the floor. You can respect
2: though, yeah, and you can take it all in. Yeah, I mean, these these PWG fans are just—they're
1: just—they're just just, like so bored by these these vanilla midgets doing moves just wherever (laughs) that all of a sudden they're like they're they're like oh we got to chant to just to just fill our little time like they don't care about Chuck Taylor winning the title they just uh, they just want to get themselves over unlike these true believers in Philadelphia who are like. Oh, man, it's Randy Orton versus uh, versus Jinder Mahal and the Singh brothers in the Punjabi prison match. This is a once-in-a-lifetime thing for me to watch right now. I mean, this is like, you know, I'm like right up there with 9-11 and when JFK was assassinated. These All these people in that audience are going to be telling their children, this is where I was right. when the great Khali cost my boy Randy Orton his SmackDown title.
0: The room is on fire right now. And, oh, 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 we have a battleground cash-in.
2: I guess we gotta listen to it. A zig held up a sign, I thought it's I thought it said number one. I thought it would say don't say midgets. And number two <laughs> the, and number two. He had a tally of nine eleven references that take place in this one.
3: <laughs> what up, Cows of Wrestling? Uh this is longtime listener, first time caller Matt Launderson. Um yeah, I just wanted to question my thoughts. Uh I just, I watched the, uh, Battleground pay-per-view, and I thought it was real good. Uh, it's a good pay-per-view. I like the, the the person back. Yeah. Uh, it was cool to see a great colleague come back. He's really good, and I think it showed how good SmackDown's roster is. Because they had all the good people on it, and there's, uh, you know, there's a couple of jobbers, but they weren't on it. Like, uh, like mainly, you know, Dolphin Ziggler. Uh, I'm glad he wasn't on it, because he, he sucks as a wrestler. I know, uh... I know Danny J- Guacchi got a got a heart on for him, but he's he's not good, and he should be gone. Uh, the same way that Dan's gone. Uh, so but overall, I thought it was good. I'm not I'm not trying to be a negative, negative Willie. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Uh, I like that Dan's gone, and uh, I think that you guys should should start having some comedians on the show. Uh, there's, there's, there's comedian in the name, right? I don't know. I think uh, like you should get Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan should come be
1: on the show. Uh, yeah, that's that's my passion. Uh, bye. <laughs> wait, uh, what, wait, what was that guy's name? Uh, I think he said Matt. Matt, if you're listening to this right now, and I think you are, you're officially a member of the nation of Mark Nation. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard,
0: brother. Let's get Jim Gaffigan on the show, huh? Hi, yeah. Hot pockets. man. Oh, Isn't man. is that joke? Um, I did like that he said that he likes that Dan is gone, uh, yeah, because I think that's true across the board.
2: I mean how many times you know every week I got to hear about you know uh, these opinions about oh he's got he 's always got to be a body guy, right you know can't wrestle with your shirt on, even though I can think that's weird from time, like speaking of battleground, uh, one of the Usos wrestling in a hooded sweatshirt, right which by the um, way,
0: terrible Tulo said was dope
2: what? This is, is this is what we're dealing with here. Uh, that is the worst. The worst. Wrestling in a hooded sweatshirt? Yeah. Hey, I mean if you
1: think about his match strategy, like that hooded sweatshirt's gonna give him like, you know, uh, like probably like a tenth of an inch of padding that's gonna protect him from like those, you know, those weak noodle like kicks from Nakamura. Not that they're feuding, but if they did.
2: Right, sure. <laughs> so you gotta work. You gotta work down. You gotta work on a Nakamura scale for, uh, for like. I'm sorry. Palmer's it's choice? just like,
1: just you know, when you think about bad wrestlers, he's just who else can you think about?
2: I mean, no one else. Yeah. yeah. I, apparently, just I mean, Nakamura. Well,
0: let's just jump right to the Punjabi Prison match, and okay. then we'll work backwards oh, yeah. from there. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. I'm just gonna say this right now. I don't like that the Great Kali Khal- is back. I hate it. He sucks. It's the worst. He. I mean, he can't walk. It's the worst. He can't talk. Isn't he, like, renowned as, like... Like, no bullshit. Like, he's, like, renowned as, like, the worst worker in WWE history, right? Um, like, in I the mean, locker room, everybody... Like, nobody likes him. I mean, you know, he's not Nakamura.
4: Okay. <laughs>
1: um, I, I think they're worse. They're, like, there's... Uh, like, Giant Gonzalez, I think, is popularly thought of as the... Like, just the the lowest of the low. Oh, um, yeah. Like Maybe the, I'm conflating the two. Yeah. Um, the Great Khali, I mean, I haven't really, like... Uh, I mean... He was a world champion, so you assume that he's probably a pretty good fighter. Also, right. he's like you know, he's seven feet tall, so like you know, like what's uh what's Rich Swan gonna do against that?
2: Holy he- shit, wait a minute. He'll dance. I just realized that my the worst thing that I've ever seen on a pro wrestling show, those guys are now reunited. I brought this up a couple of I don't know, a couple of episodes last time I was on this. The fucking uh Snake charming thing oh. with the flutes. Oh, yeah. And Jinder Mahal and the great Khali yeah. charmed. Uh, uh, Hornswoggle. No, the little fellow <laughs> with oh, the uh, sock. You yeah, Italian guy? Santino, yeah. yeah the uh, hilarious
1: Santino. <laughs>
2: man, now they're on the same side. Right. I mean, I was back in Jinder. Now this is getting a little shaky here. Right. I mean, I just want to tell you that, like, this is my mega
1: powers. This is my. <laughs> This is my Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage joining up right now. Uh, I mean, (laughs) I just like just you know like I'll say great the great collie. I'll just you know I'll just let's lay it out. The great collie, my personal Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Jinder Mahal, my personal Macho Man Randy Savage. The Singh brothers, my personal Miss Elizabeth. Both of them together (laughs) equal Miss Elizabeth. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean, speaking of the Singh Brothers, that was a fuck
2: of a bump that he took. Yeah, uh,
0: it was. Is that the same guy that keeps getting fucked up? By I, I think Orton? it is, yeah. And um, they
2: both get pretty fucked up, but I think he's gotten some of the worst of it, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um,
0: the uh, Xbox on Twitter made a point that uh, the cage or the, the Punjabi prison didn't make any noise, and that might have added to the, the stakes, like the pain
2: stakes in the match. Sure. Um, obviously, the visibility problem. Was my first kind <laughs> yeah, of mark absolutely. against it. <laughs> right. yeah. It was so very bad about that. Um, n- as uh, soon as they got it going, I was like, "Oh, okay." Because the whole thing with four doors and the minute thing, but it was such a convoluted concept. It was awkward when the guy was like explaining it. I mean, right.
1: though, I will say, like, yes, inside it was tough to see what was happening inside the ring because there are all these bamboo cages. But the only thing that really matters is seeing who's coming over the top, baby.
0: Right. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And, and then, it was Jinder Mahal, fair and square. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't not because 'cause they're both from the same country.
2: Yeah. I they're think? from there. They're from there. Jinder Mahal's not Canadian. Right.
1: Well Jinder Mahal, he is Canadian. He's uh he considers India as home.
0: Was he born in India? I don't think so.
1: I think he was born in Vancouver. So yeah. he's Or Toronto or something. Yeah. So he's from India. And also though Got we
2: it. have to still uh we still have to keep alive the lifelong I mean the timeless rivalry between India and the United States. I hate India. Yeah. I've always hated India, and I'm happy that this is happening, even though I was rooting for uh, Jinder Mahal. All right, moving on on that <laughs> note. <laughs> I just hate it. I hate it. Nobody hates India. Nobody hates India. I think there's plenty of people that hate India.
5: I think the British hate India.
2: Yeah. Ooh. It should go the other way. Right. <laughs> a little bit stronger, <laughs> but yeah, they hate them for... Uh, reasons we don't need to discuss. Right, right, right. We shouldn't talk right. about it.
0: All right, all right, all
2: right,
1: New I day. would love it if uh, Jack Gallagher had just a blood feud with Ginger <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that he'd be able to do anything because the modern day Maharaja is the king of our time. You know? Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. But you really would,
0: like, would like him to go into like, the locker room and like, find Ginger's locker and like, just start putting British things in it. To, like, I mean, change I, the makeup. Of I feel it. like
1: it's about time that they took Britain back. You
0: know, <laughs> sure, yeah, right. Right. right, right, obviously, yeah. All right, all right, moving on. New <laughs> day, <laughs> new day versus the Usos for the champion. Best match of the night. Best yeah, uh, genuine.
1: I mean, next to the Punjabi prison match, this is the match of the night. I mean,
0: what was? I mean, the lead up to this match. Um, yeah, how long have the the Usos have had the belt for? A, a while now, right?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like they got it from. Who did they win it from? It was. Uh, American Alpha, right? Uh yes. Yeah. So they've had it for they've had it for a couple months. They had a good run and like they've really been killing it on promos and stuff like that. So like they're they definitely deserved having that good long extended mm. run. Um, especially with their new street tough personas. Right. Um, but uh yeah, like, you know, the New Day, they're uh very talented fighters. So I think that they outfought the New Day or the Usos and they deserve this.
2: Yeah. Right. That uh, elbow spot was great. Oh the, man with the low kick. That was uh, that, Very that good. The
1: elbow spot was great. The uh, the drop kick with the the super kick was really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: They really that was a one of the better tag matches in, the, yeah, it was in this really year, good. I would say. Yeah, I um, would agree. Yeah.
1: Like I feel like a lot of those, you know, jobbers in N J P W could really stand to watch <laughs> a match like this just to see how it's really done. Yeah, you know? just
0: inject some realism into it Yeah, the,
1: inject some realism into right. it, you know.
0: Uh, did you know I noticed this too while I was watching the Uso's font like on the back of their hooded sweatshirts is the uh, RKO font. It's the exact same font that Randy Orton uses. Ah um, I mean I love me some Randy
2: Ortons so that just yeah. makes me like the Uso's that much more. Yeah. Um <laughs> talking about what was that?
1: We got a that was the the, Do we have the nation that was the Nation of Smarka Nation trying to break their way into the studio. Right now we're experiencing or a legitimate a earthquake, earthquake. earthquake. I don't know. <laughs> Probably something getting drunk. Maybe the, the you know the rooms. the great the great Khali is just walking
2: through a couple rooms and like <laughs> okay, Um but to tie those together. Yeah, please do. I think this is fun. So what happens going back to the main event? Mm-hmm. What happens now with Jinder Mahal? And um, a friend of mine, friend of the pod, Jim Lester, he suggested have Kofi take the belt off of Jinder Mahal. Mm. I mean, that would be amazing. Ed Summers. I mean, personally, it would
1: be worse th- a fate worse than death for me to watch Jinder Mahal lose. Of course, but, yeah. But, yes, Kofi Kingston is... That would be uh, very, very good. Yeah, 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 and
0: so unexpected. Yeah. Which I don't feel like they do... I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, also, I have friends. We all have friends here that mm-hmm. we talk to outside of this mm-hmm. podcast. And yeah. I was talking to one of mine. And but still about just wrestling. Just wrestling. Yeah. And um, I feel like they used to do... Like bigger, more surprising things, like back in like the early two thousands, like late nineties. Hmm. And I would like there was lots of factions, lots of turning on people, lots of belts going to surprising people. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's like the new writers or the new wait writers. However, they're uh right uh yeah uh I don't know if it's the new management. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So like, why, why would they need
1: writers? these it's right, a real, it's yeah, yeah. fight. My
0: bad, I misspoke. Um, yeah. So I don't know if it's the new management at WWE, yeah. but yeah, I just feel like, am I wrong there? Like, don't you? Does anybody else remember that? Like, it seems yeah. like there was bigger stuff happening. A little bit. I,
2: I don't think that they shy from surprises now, but I think their surprises are maybe a little more safe. Mm-hmm. Um, the gender thing was a surprise, but I mean, hey jinder has got three clean wins over Randy Orton here. That's true for the belt. Those are three clean title defenses. Yeah. So why not the guy who Orton kind of buried, Kofi Kingston, mm-hmm. wins the Summerslam. There it is. I love it. Well, I
1: think in the Attitude Era, okay. like it was, uh, they were competing directly with WCW as well as ECW. So like I hear often in interviews, um, people talk about like they basically had to do. Um, They had to do, like, 10 years worth of, like, kind of worth of matchups and worth of interesting happenings and worth of, you know, angles in, uh, like, in a month, in a year-long period just to kind of keep up with each other. Oh, right. So, like, you know, it's why why they often refer to it as, like, car crash programming is it's just, like, a crazy thing happened every week. Like, if you think about it, like, um, the time from when Mick Foley won the title to when he lost the title to The Rock in the I Quit match— like, there was also, I mean, like, plus, like, the empty arena matches and stuff like that. Like, that whole storyline was, like, three months. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, right. if you think about that, that's, like, some of the most, I guess, memorable, like, times in wrestling that I can think of. It's, like, I can remember yeah. almost every week of programming just a major thing happening. Yeah,
2: it's, it's funny because if you go back, I had a period where I would uh, turn on the network and watch old Raws, like, in succession. Yeah. But I was, like, while I was cleaning up my house or doing dish, like, mm-hmm. something like that where I was, like, Preoccupied with something right. else. You're a homeowner. You got to take care of the homestead. I own a home. Right. Uh, and um, there were things where, like, things that at the time they felt like they were taking like a year, like, only took yeah. a month. And I think what there's something like DX was only like a thing for like two and a half, three years, maybe. I mm. could be wrong on that, but I it was, it was surprisingly uh, short. Yeah. Like, when you look back on it, you just think it's always. Right. And it's not. Well, there's other things like uh, the – do you guys remember
1: the faction The Union? It was uh, The Big Show, Test, McFoley, Foley, and uh, Fourth Person, whose name escapes me. Yeah. This is uh, – they were called, like, Up Yours, Union People, You Ought to Respect, oh, Son. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, like, that's an often – like, whenever I see just, like, lists of, like, the best factions of all time or, like, yeah. factions from the Attitude Era, they're always on the list – they were only around for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, no like shit. literally two shows they were only around huh. for. Yeah. And part of that's just because like the WWE is not unionized and like they realize, oh, we should probably not have a faction that's right. called the union <laughs> yeah. when Shouldn't none of either. our wrestlers have health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And
0: I, I think that because NJPW is like all factions, right? It's like yeah, garbage factions, if you
1: tell me. Right.
0: I mean, But, but factions nonetheless. Yeah. I would like to see more of that in WWE, I think. Yeah, I mean, I
1: think that that's, like, something that um, I think that WWE and the Attitude Era benefited from that I feel like they're getting into a little bit more now, but, like, not as much as they should be, is, like, storylines kind of interweaving with each other. Right, yeah. I mean, not a story, like, uh, real combat sports between sure sure. Circumstances. Uh, Yeah, Yeah. circumstances. Uh, Traveling. Yeah, uh, (laughs) like, kind of interweaving
2: with each other, like, feuds
1: kind of bleeding into
2: each other. Yeah, I'd like that, and I'd like like him to mix it up where, like, for example, like, the Titus brand – has Apollo Crews, but then he has a cruiser weight in there too. Yeah. Like that, where they kind of double dip, or like Sanity, how they have, uh, what's her name, like there's a woman yeah. in that faction, you right. know what I mean? Like you kind of like branch out into everything to get your claws into it. Yeah. Them. That was the benefit of DX,
1: is like DX, like DX as an entity could be in three or four feuds, yeah. you know, when it was the Road Dogg, Billy Gunn, China, Triple X um, X-Pac, like they could be in three or four feuds. Yeah, And like, you know, the New Age Outlaws could interfere in Triple H's match, and then Triple H could interfere, and interfere in Xbox match. Yeah. And they could do, like, you know, six-man tags where it's, like, the New Age Outlaws and X-Pac versus the two guys that yeah. New Age Outlaws are feuding with plus the one guy X-Pac's feuding with. Yeah. And then it ends with a run-in from China or something. It's, like, right. I feel like that's something that—it just makes wrestling exciting and you know, it, like, blurs the lines instead yeah. of it just being, yeah. like, yeah. this this, like— Circumstance exists next to this circumstance exists next to this circumstance, and nothing really feels connected. And that's something that I love about. I mean, like speaking to Monday Night Raw, like the uh, Triple or the Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman, Brock Lesnar thing. Yeah, like they literally just merge two storylines, and it's great, and it's really good.
0: Oh yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, Um, cool. Yeah, so let's uh, move on to. So it's okay. So the next match on Battleground was a shitty Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, uh, that fucking loser. And uh, Baron Corbin. Oh, yeah, the, the wolf himself. Boring Corbin. Um, how did we get here? What was the—I mean, wh- I can't even recall the buildup. I guess he attacked him at a backstage interview. Baron Corbin attacks Shinsuke Nakamura at a backstage interview.
2: I, I think they had he had a problem with him to begin with, and then that kind of cooled off. And then I think the ultimate kind of thing that sealed the deal was the Money in the Bank match where, right. when he was coming oh, out. yeah. Right. Um, to your favorite intro, I presume. Oh, of course,
1: Nakamura's. Oh, no, I thought you were talking about Baron Corbin. No, not Baron Corbin. Nakamura. Yeah. Arr- yeah. yeah, yeah, Nakamura. Wait, oh, d- waste of time. Nakamura's yeah. entrances.
0: Mm-hmm. How do we? Uh, you know what? I almost, yeah. I don't even really disagree with that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not a fan of long ones. No, I mean, well, I think Nakamura's gimmick right now is a wrestler that is over. Right, uh, he has, It's he, he comes out and people cheer as though he's over. Uh, but he doesn't really have anything else going on. Um, I think, like,
1: yeah. you, you know, there, there is there is one thing that I really like about Nakamura that they added when he joined the main roster, and that's calling him the artist, you know? I think that that's something that I personally, as a fan, you know, there's not a lot for me to connect to a Nakamura, but him being the artist, like, I know who Picasso is. Sure. Picasso like, Picasso's great. If you're comparing Nakamura to Picasso, sure, that's, you know, like, I'm not going to love him, but, like, you know, R- like, at Rodan. least I'll hate him less.
0: Rodin. Yeah. Uh, Van Gogh.
1: Yeah, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Matisse. Yeah, Matisse. Uh, like, you know, uh, Beethoven. And if you go to, like, music as an art form. Art. Yeah, it's all art. You know, like... Let's you incorporate know, all like, of that. Like I, don't, get, you know. like, I don't think that Nakamura is talented enough in the ring to be considered an artist. <laughs> I mean... It's not like he's Curtis Axel. Oh, but, I mean, who is? But, like... Kurt you know, Perfect, right? Yeah, right, Kurt, I mean, that's why they call Kurt him... Perfect. No, not perfect better than perfect. <laughs> that's why they call him better than perfect, because in, in the ring, ah, oh, you, know, yeah. you know. Which, by the way, the reason that he's not on TV is because Brock Lesnar's scared. Right. <laughs> right. Brock Lesnar sent a little email to Triple H saying, like, hey, I'm not going to be there if Curtis Axel's going to be there.
0: I heard... I, I did yeah. read that in the Yeah, yeah we, all, we all read that. Yeah. Uh, what did we think about this match, though, this uh, Baron Corbin, Chinsky, Nakamura
1: I mean, um, I mean, it wasn't wasn't that great a match, and I really think yeah. that Nakamura just dragged Baron Corbin down. <laughs> you know,
0: I think um, I think Stone Cold is right. I think that um, what does Stone Cold say say Stone Cold says <clears throat> that uh, Nakamura needs to just be kicking people's faces off. Yeah. Okay. And so, so we, but he's going t- 15 minutes with Baron friggin' Corbin. Um.
1: So in a okay. In a theoretical world where I like Nakamura, here's what I would say. Yeah, please. So, um.
0: Step outside your.
4: Uh,
1: yeah, your step, box. I'm stepping. I'm like trying to get into the mind of all those fucking mar- I didn't which know. Is, like, which yeah. is good
2: on you. Yeah, yeah. I'm stepping out, stepping out of my box,
1: stepping. I'm like, I'm not speaking as Joey, the leader of the nation of Marka Nation right now. I'm just speaking as just somebody who's not that. So, um, I think that the problem with Nakamura is that, like, he's a very, very good wrestler. He's really talented. It's just like. He needs to wrestle people who can kind of keep up with him, Mm -hmm. and I feel like Baron Corbin's not really one of those guys. I think that, um, you know, like, I hate to say it. I mean, like, what's going to happen is he's going to wrestle AJ Styles at SummerSlam, and they're going to put on, like, a five-star match, and everybody is going to... um, like, agree, oh, this is why Nakamura is great, and then yeah. he'll be super over, and then he'll have some good feuds with, like, the John Cena's of the world, go to Raw, have a great feud with Roman Reigns, you know, et cetera. It's just... Right. Right now, he kind of needs to get over the hump of, mm-hmm. like, wrestling the Baron Corbin's, and there could be a thing backstage where that's, like, sort of a test for him. Sure. Just to see, like, is he only going to bring it if he's wrestling, like, the best of the best? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you know, I, I definitely feel like this match was, like, kind of a snooze mm-hmm. just because, like, it's like it's like like not the style that showcases what Nakamura is about. Like it would be like if they put the Undertaker in a fifty-fifty match against like I don't know like uh, like Jimmy Wang Yang or something. <laughs> right. It's like not. I mean, like the way they book the Undertaker right. and the way they book sure. Jimmy Yang, like it's just like that's not like what the Undertaker's character is. Yeah. But it's okay. One of those... Now I'm back to
2: being me. <laughs> Well, I think it's one of those things where it's—he's just such a unique talent where he just seems kind of out of place if he's not doing something that's like either for a belt or something just kicking people's faces. Yeah, it's
1: like I'm not
2: uh, like. Wait, are you? Oh, go ahead. You
1: or no? Like, uh, okay. So going back to, uh, (laughs) I'm back to the other thing. So like, I feel like he's not. I, I am not excited about watching Nakamura in a ladder match. If I saw him in a Punjabi Prison match, I'd be like why are you, why is
4: right Nakamura
1: now. in a Punjabi Prison match? I do not want to see him in a stairs match against the big show. Yeah. I just want to see him put on just like five-star matches, five-star professional wrestling matches yeah. against good wrestlers. Yeah. Like you know, that like I feel like I'm not excited about seeing him in any gimmick match because right, that's right. just not it's what gilding he is. the lily, as it were. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's like you know, in comedy terms, it's a hat on a hat. It's, it's a hat like, on a hat. Yeah, yeah. not okay. that you
0: would, not that you, any of you listening would understand that term, hat on a hat. No, it's a comedy term that comedians use. Okay, now I'm back to being me. All right, moving on. Uh, the women's number one contender match. You know, I would like to go over the history of how we got here, but it's kind of convoluted. Uh, Who we had, we had uh, Natalia, uh, Tamina, Lana, Charlotte, and Becky. Um, This is not a a hot take. Tamina brings nothing to the table. Nothing. Name one thing that she does well
2: everything. (laughs) Oh, I stand corrected. (laughs) Yeah. I think she's just kind of like a menacing presence. Right. And that's kind of about it. She's uh, she's
1: bigger than all the other wrestlers, uh, so that probably you know that probably gives her something. Sure. I mean, the WrestleMania match I'm looking for is her her against Nia Jax. Am I right, everybody? I mean, that'll be the Battle of Titans.
2: But neither of them are like most girls. I just don't. uh, I don't. um, I'm not sure if like she's given anything or you know what I mean. Right. Because it seems like she's just there to fill space. Oh, so you're saying that maybe it's like
0: uh, the management (laughs) could be
2: giving her. It's not something to work with another thing that goes <laughs> along with your vince McMahon theory may hey, what's the vince mcMahon theory uh legacies and
0: yeah, yeah. I think there's just certain legacies that if he didn't like your dad it, you're just not gonna be put in a in a position to be successful yeah
1: yeah, but I feel like that's like i mean we you know all we all work in the entertainment industry like I feel like that's just how the world works on a lot of levels. It's like if you know um like if we had kids and like, our best friend's kid wanted a job for our company, we would probably hook him up, right? Or we would, like, give him a shot.
0: Sure, but like like, nepotism, yeah.
1: Yeah, nepotism. But if, like, our worst enemy or, like, somebody that really didn't like us, or in Vince McMahon's terms, it's, like, somebody that tried to put him out of business in the 80s. Oh, right. Like, if Ted Turner's kid wanted to be – I mean, maybe Ted Turner would give a shot, but it's, like, if uh, Nails, that wrestler that legitimately punched him in the face <laughs> in the early 90s during the steroid – trial or before the steroid trial – Like, if he, if his kid wanted to be a wrestler, Vince would immediately blacklist him. Right, right, right. Like, Uh, that's just, you know, like, it's just how things go.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, but how
2: do we, I mean, this match was
0: not bad. Yeah, I liked it.
2: I liked it a lot. Um, As soon as it, like, it's when it started to speed up, that's when it was good. Uh, There's just too many people in the ring right away. And then as soon as, like, they started to really gel it together. Like, a small issue that I have with the
1: SmackDown women's division, and I, I feel like Raw is running into this a little bit less, but I feel like every in the women's division every match is either for the title or for the number one contender ship yeah. for the title i wish that there were more i guess personal rivalries yeah. um like rivalries based on something other than wanting to be champion i mean that said um naomi's doing a really good job as champion mm-hmm. like i think that i like that they gave her that shot on smackdown that they pro- that she probably wouldn't have gotten otherwise mm-hmm. and like you know i think that she's a solid wrestler and like she's definitely i feel like she's like Living up to her, into the bargain, and like her, you know, feel the glow character, I think, is really solid. Do you like the glow belt? Uh, I mean, it's no John Cena spinner belt, but like, what is? Right, you know? right, right, right. Yeah, right. Yeah.
0: I will say this though: that uh, Naomi reached like Josh Dumel levels of boring on the announce table. It it seemed like it seemed like she because I love her. I, I mean, I'm not. This isn't a dig on Naomi's like a uh, character or or as a fighter. I'm sorry, and yeah. uh, uh, or her work in the ring. I it was just yeah. It seemed like she wasn't didn't need to be there but whatever her entrance is cool yeah so i didn't mind
2: seeing that yeah i don't
4: know Yeah, I agree. Ding, ding, ding. Like, no 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 don't talk about it anymore but really. i think that's how it sums her up though is,
2: yeah i don't know right i mean she's a great wrestler i think she's she's vastly improved yeah because um, I th- I started watching maybe like five or six years ago. Yeah. Remember when she was like kind of starting out. She yeah, like Funkadactyl. Yeah. Right. And it was just not great. And she's yeah. definitely improved in the ring. And I think she's, I think she's earned like what she's doing right now. Sure. Yes. Yeah. But I, I do agree. I feel like
1: she hasn't figured out kind of what her, once again, comedy terms, what her character game is just in terms of promos. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that she's like, she's kind of got all the pieces. And that's like the one part where she's lacking a little bit. But she's also not terrible. Right. right. You know? right. She's not you know she's not knocking her yeah
0: out. and i mean dan <laughs> dan dan for all of his uh crappy opinions uh did have a good point uh in terms of her like character game like if the thing is which i think the whole glow is like the concept of a glow up she should be saying things like i'm glowing up and that might and and be about <laughs> she just, like she just does a shit ton of ecstasy right before booking <laughs> to the ring <laughs> right but like the uh yeah like uh jeff hardy the um <laughs> i just think that yeah she just needs something a mission statement. Like, what is she there to do Yeah, besides be champion?
1: I feel like that's something that helped Sami Zayn a lot, is, mm-hmm. like, when he had his feud with, um, with uh, what was it? Uh, when he had his feud with Braun Strowman on Raw, I feel like that really, like, his whole thing with Mick Foley, I feel like that really galvanized who Sami Zayn is right. just as a wrestling fan. Like, as a wrestling fan, it's like, oh, he's like an unstoppable, he's an underdog who's going to get beaten down, but he's never going to say no to a fight. So it's like you're going kind to of funnel all of his promos and stuff for that. And I feel like he's doing a good job on SmackDown mm-hmm. um, like kind of filling in that role. And it's yeah. like you can kind of see what his arc is uh, as a fighter and not a character. Right. This is real.
0: <laughs> Damn right. Okay. AJ Styles versus Kevin Owens for the United States Championship belt. Uh, a few weeks ago, AJ Styles beat Kevin Owens in a dark match at Madison Square Garden. Got the U.S. belt from him. Uh, now Owens' new champion. Yeah. And I had read, uh, and I don't know if this is them leaking information, but apparently the um, you may want to plug your ears for this, Joey. All right, to Plug my ears. Uh, plug my uh, ears. Apparently, my the ears. finish wasn't supposed to be that, and that they changed it last minute. Uh, Don't know the reasoning behind that. Um, There is like some heat about his shoulder being up. Uh, AJ Styles' shoulder being up, so maybe he didn't actually lose, and they're just trying to maybe push that feud
2: further. Okay, but
0: um, yeah, something happened apparently where AJ was supposed to retain and ended up not. Oh, Um, what did did you like this match? Um, I mean,
1: I just want to say, just on the record. AJ Styles is the most boring wrestler I've ever seen, I mean in my life. easily. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just like yawn, like just yeah. like AJ yeah. Z- Z- Styles but with a Z cuz <laughs> I'm sleeping, right? <laughs> <laughs> a- yeah, AJ Styles, right.
0: ZZZ. Right. Z. Z-Z. Uh, so uh he doesn't yeah. adapt, he can't adapt to anybody's style. Can't you know? adapt
1: to anybody's style. You know, he's just a vanilla little person. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he was he was working in a gas station in Japan before he before he came to WWE and he was discovered by by Vince McMahon. I mean, I'd rather watch a hundred Jinder Mahal matches than even a second of AJ Styles.
0: Understood. Understood. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. This is fine. I mean, like Kevin Owens. Uh, Kevin Owens is uh, he's a good wrestler. Uh, you know, I can I can say that because he's a big dude. He's a big dude, so he can hit hard. Um, so uh, you know, I think that for this for the the. Combine some of the parts, I don't think the match delivered on the level that it could have. I agree. Uh, And, you know, part of that is just AJ Styles just really sucking. Um, You know, I mean, how easy is it to, you know, reverse the calf crusher into a pin? Like, you know, we saw it. We all saw it. Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: Um, I'll I'll say this, and let me know if you disagree with me. Um, I'm bothered by how often Kevin Owens rolls out of the ring. You're bothered by it? I'm bothered by it. Oh. Um, Um. And I'm not, not in, like, a worked way. I just feel like in that match, um, I wanted them to be going at it, like, more. And then every time he would roll out of the ring, it would just suck the momentum out of what was happening. And I I think he's overusing that sort of heel tactic. That's just my opinion.
1: I mean, I think that, like, what he might be running into, uh, I feel like in WWE, like, uh, like a sort of a the style of the promotion, the fighting style, it is, is um, like wrestlers get kind of signature spots for matches. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, f- signature moves, signature things that they do. And I think that weirdly, that's become a signature spot of Kevin Owens is mm-hmm. the roll out of the ring thing. I think that it's personally, um, I think he's a coward for doing it and of I want to boo him. But, um, you know, I think that it's an effective heel garnering maneuver, but it's like it, I could see it being seen in the same light as like what uh, Dean Ambrose used to be with like the ricochet clothesline, mm-hmm. where it's like, do you really need to do it six times a minute? Right. Like,
0: and it doesn't even look great. Like he doesn't obviously doesn't gain momentum. Yeah. From that move, anyway. Um, but yeah. it's just
1: like an over. It's like it's sort of an overused yeah. spot. Yeah. But like, no, I it was like un- I love it. he just could do it
0: less. Right. Uh, what's that look on your face for, Phil? I'm just listening. He just you listening. Yeah. I mean, I
2: love it. I love it when he does it. I don't okay. care how often he does it. So, I mean, I can formally disagree with you. Perfect. Wait, we're Kevin Owens to the or Dean Ambrose? We we're encu- brothers to the end anyway.
0: Yeah, we encourage dissent here on the podcast. How about it? Not I mean like Dan who has an authoritarian
2: rule. Yeah, I respect, he just kind of shits yeah, on your thing and then rings the bell and right. then just, you know. <laughs> okay, next one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I thought Dan was here for yeah, a second. Yeah, I know. So I can do that. I can lie about going to the gym and waste all my money on wrestling shirts. <laughs> Got him. Um, I have no
1: idea who you're talking about. <laughs>
0: all right, moving on. Cena uh, <laughs> versus Rusev. Uh, so I want it, I was encouraged to talk this about... This match was garbage. Fuck it. Garbage. I mean, well, oh, I know I why loved you, it. i, mean, I know... next to
1: the Punjabi prison match and the tag match. This is Actually, yeah, this is tied with the Punjabi prison match for my favorite match. I
0: know why Phil thinks that the match was garbage. Because he's a vet. He served our country proudly. And they used the flag as a prop in a fight and let it touch the ground. And we're very
2: disrespectful to old glory. Am I right? Yes. I understand that other countries don't give a shit about their flags. And I kind of... I can totally get that, and I'm behind it. And I'm not gonna, you know, go crazy for a flag or anything else. But it's pretty (laughs) short-sighted of them, especially their big, their reach and their core like audience. Especially when they do those tributes to the troops and stuff. It's a pretty dumb, short-sighted move to let the flag hit the ground.
0: Yeah, I mean, the troops comprise one third of their of their audience, right? Of the T's, yeah, the three T's. Troops, Troops, Toddlers, Toddlers, Tiaras, and Tiaras.
1: Yeah, I will agree. I mean, personally, the match made me very proud to be an American. Um, but I will agree that, like, yeah, you know, you don't want to see old glory. Touch
2: let ground. me let me say that I also support the right of anybody to do whatever they want to a flag. I or. mean, that's that's and, you know, I can be, you know, as punk rock and, you know, anti authority as I can be. But I just like on in that setting, they don't have to do stuff like that. Right. Also, for just a dumbass match anyway. And also, nobody hates Bulgaria. No. I mean, I do. I know you do. But
1: like, I I just want to say, was anybody else out there? And you could like post in the Facebook group. Personally, I was saluting my TV for the entire duration of this match. (laughs) If you were doing that. Do me a favor and post a picture of you saluting your TV in the, yeah. fa- in the Facebook group. And
0: if you weren't saluting your TV the whole time,
1: then like, I don't know, who are you, Shinsuke Nakamura? Yeah.
0: <laughs> or, 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 I'll say this to you. you should have known better, dude. Oh, no, I know. Yeah. Yuck. You should have known better, dude. Um, but no, there was no build to this match. That was, I think, the biggest problem I had with it, aside from, you know, disrespecting our country. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing Trump hands, disrespecting our country. Um, the uh, there was no build up to it. They relied solely on xenophobia,
2: yeah. the xenophobic pop, uh, just assuming that you know, evil foreigner, American guy. I, I just want half the crowd to be able to point out Bulgaria on a map. <laughs> Impossible.
0: <laughs> there is they're as dumb, if not dumber. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Than the Facebook.
2: And group. that shows you how you can be swayed just by popular culture or right. whatever is like something that you like. No. I mean, I feel like the WWE fans. They would
1: point to Bulgaria on a map if they weren't so distracted by that beautiful Punjabi prison match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's true. All right, uh, How do you yeah. take
0: your eyes off of that? Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, I mean, we already covered the Punjabi prison match. The only other match was uh, Sami Zaynberg versus Mike Canellis. Um, this has been building slowly over the last couple of weeks with Sammy interrupting them, like nebbishly. Yeah. And uh, then they cracked a vase over his head. Yeah. And now we're finally seeing Mike Bennett fight, or I'm mm-hmm. sorry, Mike Canales fight. Second time. And uh, yeah. And um, the only thing, I'm just, we're going to move on to Raw. We're not going to discuss this match. I just want to say that Maria Canales looks like every girl that hated me in high school. So I'm in love with her.
1: So really, really quick, really quick. Um, I think it's so funny that the WWE created a, like, a heel duo. Where, like, basically, they're getting the audience to boo the concept of love.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, they always do. Marriage yeah. is icky, kissing is gross. Yeah, just Foss like How us. dare you be in a healthy relationship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, boo. My only note on this match was I loved that um, Mike and Maria came out and they were wearing jackets and they both had Maria on the yeah, back. Yeah, oh, that yeah. was my favorite one,
1: thing. Yeah. One of my favorite spots, and I hope that they keep, I hope this becomes a signature that I could never get tired of. Is uh, Maria blowing Mike a kiss? Mike catching it and then punching face. Oh name. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> shit's, that shit's great. Oh yeah, I, I, I love that. Match. Oh that man, great.
0: it was fun. All right, <laughs> moving on to Raw. All right, so let's just blast through Raw because I think we have a bunch of a uh, bunch of idiots that want to have their opinions heard on this yeah. podcast, uh, AKA cash ins. Uh, all right, so the opening uh, segment: Roman, uh, Joe, and Braun all want Brock. I'm loving this. Yeah, it's great. I'm loving
1: mean, it. I don't know how any of them are going to be able to be Roman Reigns, but, like, you know, I think it, it's it's good. Again,
2: it is, it is his yard. Again, yeah, Joe has yard. a point of view. Best guy. Yeah. Has a point of view that's also reasonable, right. makes you care about his character. What yeah. are your no complaints about Samoa Joe are valid.
0: Yeah, it's almost like yeah. if, uh, if you don't like Samoa Joe, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about.
2: Yeah. I'm glad that that carried over from NXT. Well,
1: yeah, and, like, what's cool about Joe is I feel like they've built his character, like, his character is that he's a maniac. Right. His character yeah. is that he does not care. Like, is that he will stare down Braun Strowman in the middle of the ring. And, yeah. Like his character is that he'll at the start of the match grab Brock Lesnar and choke slam him through a table. That coward Brock Lesnar, by the way, jumped through that table on his own because he was scared of Samoa Joe. <laughs> yeah, he um, really did. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. I, I feel like the character consistency and the character build. Of the legitimate fighter Samoa Joe Mm. is amazing.
2: Agree,
0: and I think Roman did great in that. uh, Yeah, Uh, Roman
1: Roman does great in everything he does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Agreed, Uh, but I'm really excited for uh, for that match. And I think next week on Raw we get a three uh, a three way match. Yeah.
1: Oh, I mean that'll be a good match.
0: Great, Uh, cool. Enzo versus Cass. Who the fuck cares about this? I'll come over this. Yeah, Uh, I mean,
1: I love Big Cass. So, can you believe that
0: these two real best friends are now not best friends anymore?
1: I mean. If you're as
0: annoying as Enzo is, then right. like I don't blame Big Cass, you know. I mean, do you care about? Uh, actually, I I agree with Booker T. All shucky ducky. He said move on, but he was referring to like their friendship. You got to move on. Yeah. I agree. We should move on from this feud. <clears throat> I'm tired of it. Moving on. <coughs> Women's uh, match: Bayla and Sa- Bailey and Sasha fight to face Alexa Bliss. It was a fun match,
2: but. Uh, I don't need the Who friend cares? stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it was a fun match. I I think, it again, like the last like five minutes or so were good. I'm glad they, I'm glad they got a lot of time. Right. Um, I don't know how they're going to build the, the uh, SummerSlam match to like make it really like I'm going to really want to see it. Right. Um, I think there's a heel turn coming for Sasha.
1: I mean, something that bums me out about it a little bit is like they put on such amazing matches in NXT. Why would you waste a match between them on Raw?
2: Yeah, yeah, like
1: yeah. it's just like that. That's a match that you do, like you know, the main event of SummerSlam, or like you know, on the WrestleMania card, not like yeah. on just a random Raws, like yeah. a feud building thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. All right, Jason Jordan versus Kurt uh, Hawkins. Don't you mean Jason Angle? Jason Angle versus Kurt Hawkins. <coughs> so to that to that point, to the Jason Jordan being Kurt Angle's actual son, right? Biological, son, uh, yeah, biological son. We all admit is a real thing. He's a real thing. Um, there's got to be a part two to this, right? There's another shoe that has to drop to this because right now it's like, okay. Like, if he was, like, a new wrestler debuting and no one had ever heard of Jason Jordan before, yeah, then this might be enough. Like, oh, it's Kurt Angle's son. Like, that's cool. Right. But there has to be. There like, must be.
2: Like, a mutant son? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah.
1: And,
2: like, like, nobody cared about him and he came back and he's just Jason Jordan with an eye patch? I mean,
1: <laughs> Brock Lesnar's afraid of Kurt <laughs> Angle... Kurt Angle, I mean Brock Lesnar is also afraid of Curtis Axel, so maybe Curtis Axel is also Kurt Angle's son. Maybe yeah, he's got the
2: DNA streak. Yeah, yeah, he's just afraid of people. I don't uh, know. I feel like it has to be a Jason Jordan turn on Kurt Angle. Something. Or Kurt Angle is coach dad and gives uh um, Jason Jordan like all the like opportunities in the world right. and it just gets like annoying a, that Like a, way, like a manufactured Roman Reigns push.
1: What I want to, what I really yeah. want to see is a an episode of WWE Ride Along that is just Kurt Angle and Jason Jordan with Kurt Angle just saying, like, just like, and you'll never guess this thing your uncle used to do. Yeah, just, just like li- filling in <laughs> <Yeah. the> family <laughs> stories. Yeah. That's so oh, fun. That would be
0: perfect. I would uh, love that. But no, I love, I did love uh, Kurt Angle's acting when he's like looking at the, uh, like being all proud dad yeah. watching him fight, so oh, funny, so great. I
1: mean, I'd be a proud dad too if I was Kurt Angle. Jason Jordan's a good wrestler.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, but then Jason's gimmick right now is like he's a grateful son. Like I just <laughs> love, I love, like I love what's happening there. But there has to be a, a part two. Otherwise, I don't think. It's I why. think they
1: can just. I think they can just be father and son forever. You know, There's no well, need to be a part two to that. They would be. or it's, just, it's real life. They could be
2: a tag team. Would be like Ken Griffey Senior and Ken Griffey Junior. Uh be a bad as a ass.
1: Washingtonian, oh. I would.
0: I, I would love that. That would be great. Yeah. Oh Yeah. All right. All right, Seth Rollins and Ambrose versus Miz and the Tourage.
2: What about Elias Sampson and Finn Balor? Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, I forgot about them. Um, yeah, let's talk about that instead, I guess.
2: Yeah. How did you feel about that match since you won wanna- to, It was great. I thought it was good. I really am enjoying Elias Sampson. Mm-hmm. Finn Balor's another one, just like Nakamura, where it just feels weird that he's there. And if he's not going for a belt or he isn't the champion— it seems weird that right. he's just doing something else, but I feel like Elias Sampson's really pulled off, like, being a good distraction for him. Right. Again, goes down there, plays a song about hating Washington, D.C., even throws Finn Balor in there. Balor's lyric, or Balor's me as it comes up. He looks so annoyed when yeah. he comes out. It was great. Yeah. And then, I don't care. I'm I will back Bray Wyatt always. That was awesome. I love that the lights come up and he's already got him in the Sister yes. Abigail. Great. Yes. Very cool. Yes.
1: Um, okay, so, uh, you know, something I will say. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura, they call him the artist. My favorite part of it, Shinsuke Nakamura is his nickname, that he's the artist. Sometimes they say the rock star. That's also fun. Um <laughs> Elias Sampson's a real artist. Let's not just throw that ro- that word around everywhere. Yeah. We should save that nickname for people who deserve it, like Elias Sampson. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's, he's a great. troubadour. Yeah. yeah,
2: he's a bard and, and a drifter
0: and a drifter
1: and Finn Balor. He's a uh, James Dean cool, John Wayne tough, right? That's something
0: we all get behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. So then the uh, the main event was this tag match between Seth Rollins and Miz and the Miz Um How we got here is. Uh, I guess it's a branch off of the Miz and Ambrose feud, part uh, ninety-nine. Uh, yeah. And Seth is sort of uh, listless, has nobody to hang out with, no gimmick to speak of. Wants the team back up with uh, Ambrose. Is really pushing the Shield thing. <laughs> he did betray them, so I understand why Ambrose doesn't want to, you know, be involved. Yeah. But I will say this: uh, I think Ambrose and Rollins together. As like a tag team, the the tag team
2: moves they were doing, the the yeah. um the, the sort of coordinated attacks yeah. really made Ambrose exciting. Yeah. Well, it made both the whole thing made both of them exciting, which I was actually really surprised at because yeah. I was kind of like, ugh, this is just like another like time filler. But that I like that the dynamic is like Dean Ambrose won't forget a betrayal. I like that. There was that part right before the match where they were both talking, and Seth's like, "Dude, come on, dude, we gotta pick up a strategy." And he's like, "No, we don't have to do that. I know that you're the architect." Blah blah blah. And then Seth goes, "Well, we've got three guys to worry about, so we gotta go." And he's like, "Well, you have three guys to worry about. I have four to oh, worry that about." Was such a good
0: line. Very good. Yeah. And then
2: the end of the match and everything, like the way that like they were like, "Yeah, we won," but they weren't like mm-hmm. Dean wasn't like, "Yay, great!" That yeah. like really kind of flipped the coin on those guys for me. Yeah. Um, I don't need to see <laughs> Ambrose and The Miz wrestle again. I'd like to see that kind of reluctant team. Yes. Where is this going to go kind yes. of deal happen.
0: And I'll say, and also, too, to jump back to the um, uh, the uh, Samoa Joe, Roman Reigns, when they were beating up uh, Braun Strowman together, yeah. uh, dollar signs yeah. came up yeah. in my eyes yeah. because these two, uh, Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns, as much as I would like to see a shield reunion, I wanna see
2: them team up. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Or it was or like when uh like Joe and uh Bray Wyatt teamed up yeah. a bit ago, like it just had that same kind of like magnetism to yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're not talking about the real star of that of that
1: tag team match, mm-hmm. which is the Miz. Yeah, the Miz. He's a Hollywood A lister. He's making movies. He's going to parties yeah. with celebrities. I mean, where this used to be podcast. He's probably friends with Amy Poehler. Yeah, he, like, probably probably is. I mean, he probably A lister. He probably is. Like, so he's doing this night in and night out, and he's still finding the time to be a wrestler. Yeah, Guys,
2: and be a champion, and be a ch- yeah. and be a champion. Yeah, like, like a and finally, you know, Mammy's got like, his wife with like, him.
1: Yeah, like I feel like yeah, he's like got a good relationship. Like yeah. I feel like he's just. Man, what a good fighter.
2: I mean, yeah, I mean, they do have... It's a very supportive relationship that they yeah. have. He's also got a TV show in that TV show. Oh, yeah. I mean, what is he not doing?
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like, I feel like a lot of people say that The Rock's the hardest working man in Hollywood. I yeah. think it's
0: I, I... You know what? I back you on that. Yeah. I'm, I agree. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, to go back to this match just briefly, and then we'll move on to these... um shit, ...shitty fucking yeah. opinions. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think they're... I don't know if a shield reunion is imminent or if they're just set, set, uh, setting up maybe like a Seth versus Dean mm-hmm. situation where uh Dean might I would like them to turn him like heel and not just like kind of tweener shithead um but yeah so I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's going to be a shield reunion or if they're just teasing us and setting up this thing cuz it feels like uh uh Samoa or um Roman Reigns is so totally preoccupied by other storylines right. that it just couldn't happen. Yeah, uh,
1: I would really love it if right before SummerSlam, Roman Reigns was just like, you know what? Let's forget this fatal four-way. I'm going to go hang out with my buddies in the Shield. <laughs> I just, would, yeah. He just drops his career. <laughs> sh- shrugs it off. Just like, I'm going to go drink beers with Ambrose and Rollins. Ooh-ah. Ooh-ah. My favorite catchphrase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Zig. Do we want to do
2: yeah, Arlen?
5: Yeah, we might as well just get it out of the way. I'm going right, to give you a warning. Yeah, go for it. Go it's for it. Uh, like eight minutes long. Oh, fucking
2: Arlen. Prepare Jesus. not to have a boner for
0: the next 24 yeah, hours. Really. Here if, comes Arlen. If you guys are listening to this podcast while you make love, which is unlikely well, because you're not. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I, I want to say after this. After we're done with this. At UCB the other day, I saw a guy in line for, ASCAT, uh, or for the show after ASCAT dressed like a fucking Jedi. Like a, a Koi Gun Jin, dressed like a Jedi. Ah, uh, that guy sounds like he's a member of the Mark World Order or whatever my <laughs> faction's called. <laughs> and he had, he had a girlfriend with him. So, Facebook group, what's your excuse? This guy is dressed like a fucking Jedi, and he's getting some. What are you doing? What are you even doing? All right, let me, before you play this, let me play Arlen's music. Uh, Arlen Marlowe, the guy with the coldest takes. All right. Oh, that's my favorite <laughs> song. <laughs>
4: What's up, people? Guess who's back? Yep. Arlen. Open up a can of the one percenters. What bass? for you? Give me a second. Ah. Oh, yeah, that's good. Coming to you here while I'm doing my laundry. I want to address a few things. Uh, Some obvious, some maybe less so. First of all, quick proclamation. Uh, That person who supposedly hosted... What say was, my uh, I guess, my the Comedians my of Wrestling podcast? I will not be referring to him by name anymore. Uh, I guess there were two people there. The other guy, I don't even know who that guy is. I don't care. So just assume everything I say is the main guy, uh, whom you all know well. I will no longer be using his name. Uh, as an aside, did you notice? Does he have a very wet mouth? A lot of, like, lip smacking. I this is like the... I don't know. Two two guys with the wettest mouths I've ever heard. I I don't know what was going on there. But I'm not sure. I mean, as a guy from Philadelphia, I expect not much, you know what I mean? Um <clears throat> Now, a couple things came up that I just want to touch on here. Uh I mean, I think I think personally what discounts basically everything this guy has to say is that he thinks the revival is awesome. Um listen, what I The revival, it doesn't even come out. They don't even hit my radar because they're such zeros, such a bunch of uh, other than the fact that we share the same style, unfortunately, not by (laughs) choice, I guess by God, Uh, these guys are terrible. There's there's nothing to say. I don't even I I don't even want to talk. I just to me, it indicates
0: what I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Arlen, Arlen, stop. (laughs) Stay in your lane, dude. Stay in your lane. You tried to make a, a fucking fa- uh, a photoshop of me on Samoa Joe. It looked like crap. Look, stick to what you know, all right? Hentai tentacle porn and fucking Peppy, the frog. Stick to what you know. Don't don't come into our realm of comedy trying to talk shit. You're never gonna be on my level, bro. Dude.
1: So uh Arlen, sick of that guy. Arlen, he's not he's like he's definitely not a member of the nation of Marca Nation. But if he takes a picture of himself saluting his TV, maybe I'd be willing to let him in.
0: (laughs) I don't think he he, could—he wouldn't be able to lift his hand to his forehead. Uh, This guy's arms are like noodles. It would be a shitty salute. He
2: also has a soft shake hand because we've met face-to-face before. Oh! (laughs) Very soft palms. We want to talk about wet mouths. Wet palms because he's always nervous. Rubbing them on his pants. His pants are soaked with sweat because he's rubbing his sweaty palms on there. Nervous all the time, looking around. Uh, you know, I mean, he had to cut, uh, his cash-in while he's washing his waifu pillow. (laughs) And he's not going to mention Alex Nasty-Ass Newman by name. I mean... yeah.
0: Well, you know what? Good to preemptively keep my name out of your mouth, Arlen. I would hate to have to ask you to do that because that means we've entered a realm uh, of pain. And you will not survive in this realm of pain.
1: So uh, I'm going to stop you. Don't badmouth waifu pillows. I got a waifu pillow a <laughs> Randy Orton that I've been sleeping with for about six months. Like, you know, just like sleep, it comes from out of nowhere. Right. Uh, yeah, okay.
2: Well. It's like I hit, uh, I hit,
1: my, I hit my, my, my vape from Randy Orton's vape shop. Yeah. Go Right yeah. to bed, hugging right. that viper, baby. Hell <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, fine, you're the one who gets a pass. Yeah, so, I hear voices in my head, and yeah. they
1: tell me, Randy Orton's great.
0: So you're saying you, you're home, you take a hit of your vape pen, you lay your, you lay your head down on your wife, you Randy Orton pillow, and as you close your eyes, I
1: have voices in my head. I mean, it's, just, it's like you just, do you watch me at night? Sometimes I do.
0: All right, I mean, the, stop, stop. Okay, everyone else can cash in. Arlen, stop cashing in. You're done. You're cut
2: off. Who else?
5: See, I think this was actually in support of you. Let me see what we got oh, here. Oh,
2: good. Yeah. Reasonable people here.
4: <laughs> Calling on an MP3 player?
6: All right, listen up, slap nuts. This is Charlie the dryer Link cashing in on behalf of the Newman World Order. Listen, all you guys want to follow right. Armin Marmalade instead of <laughs> the man <laughs> Alex Newman. Now look. Everybody knows Samoa Joe is one of the best wrestlers out there. So you guys' opinions are trash.
1: Correct. Trash. One
2: of the if best you don't fighters. you the Newman
6: World Order has done good for the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, How just it? listen to all the cash in. Count them. Count them. This is what the Comedians of Wrestling is all about. And there's only one thing that me and Newman disagree on. And I'm going to say it on the count of three. One, two, three.
2: Fuck the revival. Ooh. Ooh, young bucks, Mark. Yeah, must be right. That's their Cody thing. Rhodes wait, also. Wait, wait, the
1: young who? The young bucks? Young, B- I've never heard of them.
0: Oh, yeah, Nick Jackson, uh, other Jackson. Uh, they sound Jack, like... Jack, Jack, oh, Jack. Are they are they
1: those NJPW jobbers? Yeah, <laughs> mm, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that would be them. those are the guys. Ring of Honor jobbers. Oh uh, yeah, Ring of Honor. Oh the Ring of Honor. What are they like? Three feet tall. Nick and Matt. Yeah. Uh, they're, not, yeah. they're not. They're okay. not. They're not
2: Gender Mahal. Uh, very good points. Yes, especially um, on me being the superior podcast host. Correct. Um, yeah, I think uh, that young man gets a how about it? A uh, How about it? How about it?
1: Once again, I will Before let you, you in the nation of Marka Nation if you salute your TV.
0: <laughs> Before you play this next one, Zig, I just want to. I want to go back to the first cash in that we had in the very beginning, um, and this, I'm going to go it on the limb because I've been thinking about this the whole show. I think. I think that was someone, and I don't want to insult this guy, or maybe I do, but it sounded like someone putting a voice on.
5: I was thinking that, too. It sounded like someone
2: doing a voice. Because he he, he, put a sock over his phone.
0: Yeah, it it sounded like someone doing a voice. So if you're out there listening, come clean, man. Call in, cash in again with your true identity. Or if that was your true identity, uh, you sound like someone making up a voice. What do we got?
7: Alex Newman. Don't think... But I don't see what you're doing here. See, Incredible now that Dan's away, you and Costello, Grownies. you're going to try and hijack the show. Mm. You're going to sit in the host chair and throw your weight around like your opinion means something. It you, does. you say that you have all these hot takes, but really, at the end of the day, what are you bringing to the table? That NXT is worth watching and that Samoa Joe is main event talent? Hard history yeah, you're NXT. breaking some new fucking ground there. But you know what? I'll give you one thing. See, Alex, you appreciate good wrestling which is a whole hell of a lot more than I could say for the rest of the Jabroni marks on this fucking Facebook group. Yeah, how about See it? these people, they make me sick.
2: Make a name for yourself, these son. These
7: people will willfully ignore the one show from the one company that they follow that produces any quality in-ring product and then they have the gall to call themselves wrestling fans. How about it? Preach. These people are nothing more than WWE shills. And no amount of Bullet Club merchandise is going to change that fact.
2: Deep WWE. And Newman,
7: as far as you and Del Costello are concerned, Hall and Nash, see, they didn't draw big money as the outsiders, but if this is going to be the Newman World Order, you can consider me your Hollywood. Because my name is Jack Mills, and I've got a mic that looks like a Pepsi can, a voice that sounds like a million bucks, and takes hotter than Air Infinity. And as far as the COW championship (laughs) is concerned, Battleground may not have gone my way, but Austin Huff, I want you to listen up and I want you to listen very closely to what I'm about to say to you. See, I am a man of my word. So when I tell you that at SummerSlam, that championship is coming home, you can take it to the bank. Because at SummerSlam, there won't be any fatal four-way bullshit. It's gonna be you and me. And you can bet your ass that at the end of the night, I will be the first ever two-time COW World Heavyweight Champion. And you, you're just going to be the guy that I beat to make history. Wow. How about it? Wow <laughs> Yeah!
3: <laughs> I will ignore
2: <laughs> the mild disrespect and say that is how you cash in. That was a nice. nice promo, wait, right?
1: What, wait, what was that guy's name? Jack. Uh,
5: Jack Mills. Mills.
1: Jack Mills, you've made a powerful enemy today. <laughs> you can't just badmouth the nation of markation like that and like expect to get away with it. I mean uh, I don't know where you live, but I'm gonna find out. Or if like if you you know, if you uh maybe maybe if you're getting your hair cut, I'll make sure and throw super kick you, throw you through a rubber shop window or something. Uh you're on notice. I don't know. Man. Can't badmouth marks like that. Also, NXT is bad. <laughs> oh. Man,
0: how about it? How about it?
1: You know what? Um yeah, I like that. Like if they're in developmental, why, why aren't they on the main roster? Uh, <laughs> Braun Strowman is a better wrestler than everybody in NXT combined.
5: I want to say, as the guy that, that has to plow through all the different yeah, people, you need to uh, try to recreate Jack Mills. Yes. He's he a had a character. He had a strong voice. He had perfect quality. Point yeah. of view.
0: Point of view. And he agreed with me. <laughs> yeah.
5: 10 out of 10. All right. We got uh, Nick Tulo. Is this the uh. last one? We got one more after this. Okay.
2: Put on your sleeping caps.
6: Woo-hoo-hoo! 6.30 in the morning, baby! It is 6.30 in the morning on Thursday, and I am fired up! I am fired up! This is now broken Nick Tulo, terrible Tulo coming to you. And I am fired up, baby, because this Jabroni, this nonsensical negative Nancy Newman... He's gonna call out This is the same the thing he said. Last week. Cut, him off, of cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him
0: off. Cut him <laughs> off. Six thirty in the morning. Get your shit together, dude. Why is he calling from an underpass? <laughs> yeah. Get your shit together, dude. Come up with another another take. Next.
2: Uh, I do appreciate that, the effort of calling yeah. in. Thank you for answering the call of uh hot uh, but also answering the call of garbage ass shit.
1: Disagree. Nick Tula, I think you made some good points. If you want to join the nation, the door is wide open. I'm looking for a sergeant at arms right now.
5: All right, last cash in.
6: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josh Huff, and I am the advocate for my client, Austin Huff, a.k.a. your new reigning, defending, undisputed, Comedians of Wrestling Champion! And I am here on behalf of my clients to present a challenge to all you jabronis, especially you, Newman. <laughs> come one, come all. We will take you down and you will all fall. My clients holding on to this title for a very, very, very long time. And the only person to take it from him will be yours, truly. So bring it on. And also... To you, Mr. Newman, I've got a problem, and I've got a vendetta with you, brother. You are trash-talking my peeps, and if you keep running your mouth about my peeps, I will burn you quicker than a CD from 2006. You hear me, brother? Not very fast. And that's all I've got to say. Bring it on, baby. Bring it on.
0: To quote Conor McGregor, you'll do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Uh, Also, before we go, I just want to get something out of the way right now. The Comedians of Wrestling champion is yours truly. What you are fighting for is the Facebook championship, okay? The mid-card belt. I am the champion of this podcast. I will always be the champion of this podcast. Check the books. Listen to past episodes. Read descriptions. I am described as the cow champion. Me. Nasty Newman, not Nick Tulo, not Arlen Marmalade, not any of you jabronis. Me.
5: If anybody in the of Wrestling Facebook group wants to make real lady Arlen Marmalade memes, go ahead and go for it.
0: Oh, Creole lady Arlen Marmalade. Coming from Zig. Oh, I love it. Okay, I think that's about it. Uh, Dan's not going to be back next week, and I'll tell you why. He's in Italy right now. And if he wants to get back to America, he's going to have to deal with the phone call I put into the Department of Homeland Security mm-hmm. to detain him at the airport. That's right. How are you going to take back your show, Dan, when you can't even get back into your country of origin, brother? You're a, stuck.
1: That's a good question. How I'm, would you do that? You
0: can't. That's the can't. answer to that question. You're stuck in Europe because of me, Dan. Right. So when some six-foot-everything TSA agent is giving you an anal root canal— And you're wondering why is this happening? Why can't I just get back to my show? It's because of me. Gonna take the teeth out of your butt. Take the teeth out of your butt, put them in Arlen's face, and then smack them out of his face. (laughs) Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Kisses. This has been a UCB Comedy Production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.